Today's episode is brought to you in part by Fluent AAC. Fluent AAC is a company that creates some of the world's most advanced AAC technology. Now, why I love Fluent AAC so much is its ease of use and its diverse characters and representations of the app. This app really strives to be accessible for all kinds of users to ensure that their AAC users are prioritizing both the well-being of long-term language development and focusing on people and connection. Fluent AAC is committed to every single customer. They take a holistic approach to product design that centers around the whole person and not just imitation. New users can get a seven-day free trial of the Fluent AAC app to use for iPad. And if you head over to FluentAAC.com, there are tons of free and printable resources for you to start using with your littles right now. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this week's episode of Speech with Rach. My name is Rachel Musial, M-A-C-C-C-S-L-P, and I am your weekly host. This week is an episode for all of my grad students out there. Um, In this episode, I'm going to be sharing a little piece of advice about the importance of being adaptable and open And taking grad school as a chance to try new things, even if you already think you know what path you want to end up on. All right, friends, so I wanted to make an episode specifically for graduate students because when I was in grad school, I don't know, maybe there was a podcast that existed for speech therapists, but I wasn't aware of it, and if so, I didn't find something that maybe resonated with me. I felt like there were so many podcasts out there that gave great information about topics therapy ideas and exploring those type of things, but there wasn't one that kind of helped to guide me through navigating life as a grad student. All of those other things like learning to set boundaries, trying out new experiences, taking on new supervisors. And so I wanted to make an episode specifically aimed at the importance of being open and flexible and using grad school to try everything. As you guys know, I've known for a while that I wanted to be a speech language pathologist. And I went into grad school pretty dang positive that I wanted to work with kids. Now, I wasn't entirely sure what setting, but my heart was kind of telling me something more medically based with kiddos. I felt like the school setting for me personally was a great option when I was a little bit older and had kids and a steady job, but I was interested in kind of maybe pursuing the medical route or a different approach when I had a younger age and maybe when I had more flexibility with my schedule, more energy, and just the ability to try new things. So when I went into grad school, I figured... I'd walk out being a pediatric SLP in some kind of setting, but wasn't exactly sure where. 
And when our clinical rotations came around, our externships, and we got asked where we wanted to be placed, I saw this as an opportunity to give something a try that I maybe normally wouldn't and see what clinical skills I could take from this. I figured that if my path was to be a hospital SLP or a school SLP, I'd end up there. So why not take a chance to try something different when I'm not being, you know, penalized for it, when I'm being supervised in a place that I can take risks where it's not necessarily my job title yet. So I told my supervisor that I wanted to work with adults. And I was shocked that more girls in my program didn't want to do that. So many of them went in saying, I'm going to be a school-based SLP. And they only did school placements because they said, no, no, there's there's no way, no, no way ever, 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 ever that I'm going to end up as a medical SLP. So I only want my placements to be school-based. And they did that. And they probably learned a lot, but they don't have maybe those variety of skills to understand or to apply different populations or different settings. And it's something that really makes you stand apart. I have to say that every single CFY that I applied for brought up the fact that I had such a wide range of experiences in grad school and they applauded that for me wanting to take on the rest and learn new areas and develop knowledge across the board before deciding to commit to something completely. Because this career is so fluid. You could start as a school-based SLP, then go into private practice, then go in the medical field, then do something else, then start your own Instagram, right? Like, guys... If you would have told me that being an Instagram SLP would have been part of my journey, probably would have laughed in your face. I never thought that in my journey, it would include teaching and guiding other therapists and mental health. Like what? I I didn't think this path would be my path at all. So take that with a grain of salt first off. So in grad school, for my program, we had a variety of like externships, Um, but our last semester is when we had the full-on externship where we were doing that basically every day of the week, Um, also doing classes at the same time. Man, it it honestly feels like a lifetime ago, um, which is also really crazy and I think uh, really inspiring for all you grad students out there, because I definitely was a different person when I was in grad school. Um, I didn't necessarily have this confidence in my clinical abilities, in myself. I don't think I was as grounded, as spiritually minded. And so a lot has changed. And looking back, it was definitely a very low and hard point in my life, but was very awakening and led me to the path that I'm on now. So I'm here to tell you that it does get better. I know grad school is a lot, but now that I'm past it, it just kind of seems like a distant dream, which is really nice. But anyways, our last semester we did, I think it was like 10 weeks at one placement and eight weeks at the other full time. 
And the first one that I was placed at was a school. And I was placed at a school in the north suburbs of Chicago. And I was really excited to be at the school because my mother had actually worked at the school as a paraprofessional years before. And literally, by chance, the universe placed me there. So that was really cool. The school experience taught me a lot. I learned about how incredible it can be to be surrounded by a team, um, have different specialties and collaborators there. I learned about the grueling front work of paperwork, IEPs, documentation, staff days, and things like that. I experienced what it was like to be on spring break when I was there. To have a week off while I would ideally be paid. I learned a lot about managing a vast caseload, having mixed therapy groups, and bringing my own style in as well. And the school taught me a lot. And I walked out of there thinking, okay, I like this, I like this. Don't know if it'll be my CFY choice, but I like it. Glad I did it. And then my second placement is where I really pushed myself. So for my second placement, I was at the Shirley Ryan Ability Lab, um, formerly known as the Rehab Institute of Chicago. And I was at an intensive outpatient branch in the south suburbs of Chicago. And basically, I was lucky enough to be on a team that was both a pediatric and adult-based team. And in this intensive outpatient clinic, Patients would come for four to six hours a day, and they would rotate between OT, PT, speech therapy, some group talk therapy, mental health, things like that. I will say during this time, I was so freaking scared, you guys. I had had one, one adult client before this. I had never touched COG. Never done anything with stroke, with voice, and it was one of the most fulfilling 10 weeks of my life. I never thought that I would like adults, and I walked away really, really resonating with that population. I think the reason I really loved working with adults, too, was because there was a big hurdle of mental health involved. For kiddos, it's all about gaining a skill, right? It's about skill acquisition. We're teaching them first words, how to do certain activities, how to participate in life. For adults, they're working on reacquisition of skills because they had a regression, right? Typically with an adult, after a TBI, car accident, stroke, a skill has now been lost or damaged and they're working to get it back. So there's a lot more and different kinds of frustration involved. And I think that's where mindfulness and mental health really began to make its first appearance for me in my clinical work. Some of my sessions were having conversations with these patients about not comparing themselves to their neighbors that were still mowing their lawns, getting their laundry, going to work. Some of it was working with teenagers, working through the trauma of a car accident. I learned so much in this placement, and I'm so, so beyond blessed and glad that I took the time to challenge myself. 
My supervisor was incredible. Um, I will say, too, during this time, um, I was going through some a pretty scary health um, things. There was a, I would think I was in the hospital at one point. I ended up missing like a week of my placement, and it was really stressful on me because I had to do extra work, all of that, but I made it through. <laughs> right in the moment, it was probably felt like the end of the world, but here I am today. And I took that variety of working with adults and working with kiddos in school, and I highlighted all of those on my resumes. Also, in my time of being a grad student, I did a little bit with breastfeeding and tongue-tie therapy to placement. Um, I did social groups with adults, with kiddos, kiddos on the spectrum. And I've done a lot of different things, and I highlighted all of those. And I truly think that the reason I am the well-rounded clinician that I am today is because when I set goals, I think about the long term. I've not only worked with kids, I've worked with teenagers, young adults, adults, the geriatric population, and I've seen how the lifespan progresses and it starts to put into perspective what are important skills and what are maybe nonsense skills that for some reason we sometimes create goals on but really aren't applicable. And it's made me really well-rounded. I've learned to bring in aspects of cognition, executive functioning, through my work with adults. Through my collaboration with OTs, I've learned about the importance of sensory breaks, bringing large motor, fine motor, self-regulation abilities in there. I have learned so much from that vast variety of placements, and I'm really glad I did it. My first year out as a CFY, I ended up in the schools. Did I think I was going to end up there? No. Granted, I did the schools on a contract-based position, so it was a little bit different. Um, I was a contractor at the school, so I wasn't technically working for the school. But if you would have told me that's where I would have ended up, I probably would have said, okay. Then after that, I ended up in a school in Denver and then home health, and now I'm home health and a content creator? Guys, your path is always changing. So if you're in a position now that's not filling your soul, know that it will get better and that if you have the power to walk away and it feels right, that's totally okay. I've left a few different jobs and it's really hard in our field to leave a job because you feel such an emotional connection to your kiddos and to your staff and you almost feel like guilty leaving them but there's always going to be more people that need our support and you have to learn about what's right for you to be fulfilled in your job so that you can continue to be that incredible SLP as you are. So graduate students, take these experiences, run with them, have fun, don't be too hard on yourself and don't stress out Determining what your CFY is going to be. Again, these are all learning experiences. Life is truly a learning experience. We are constantly changing our paths, learning and adding knowledge to our skill set as our timeline as SLPs move on. And that's okay. That's why it's important to be open, accept change with grace, and know that the universe has a plan for us. 
healing growth is not linear, right? It takes a long time to sometimes learn something. And we just have to give over and trust and believe in the universe that whatever placement we're at, whatever job we're at, is because we're supposed to learn something from it. So even if you're not the happiest, at least walk away taking a lesson, learning something from that experience. Because all of our experiences in life show us something. It's our job to be reflective and to make changes from those. I think I'm going to leave it at that because I really could go on and on about the various placements. And there will be a more in-depth episode where I do a little bit of my pros and cons list for each different placement. But today was just a little overview of some of the places I've experienced, I've worked at, and my little push for you guys to just trust yourself, take the leap, take the risk, and try something new. So, until next time.